1: Mark, Mark.
0: uh-huh. Are we shouting into the abyss?
1: <sighs> Makes me sad.
0: Careful, eventually <laughs> the abyss will shout back.
1: Hmm, that would be interesting. Today is February 6th, 2947. We are Those Guys with Ships, and this is the Versecast, our Star Citizen gaming community podcast. It's episode number 140. It's as easy as falling off a piece of cake. A Bioware cupcake, huh, Ace? Hey, <laughs> it's a callback,
0: huh? Who would have guessed?
1: <laughs> Who would have guessed a callback? Yay! So, um, yes, yes, a callback to last week's show. But you know, t- to me, it seems like mere moments ago. Are we in the future now? I think so. What? Or are we technically in the
2: past? I get so confused by our timeline. Okay, back mm. to the future, man, Marty. Yeah.
1: Marty. It's
0: not. It's not your parents. It's your kids. <laughs> What, what,
1: what what's wrong with my kids? See, I didn't say the the, the a h word. <laughs> because because then we
2: would lose our clean rating, and we don't want to do that. It's true.
0: Have we ever had an explicit episode?
2: No, I usually have to. I'm usually forced to edit them out. Yeah, there <laughs> hasn't been them. that
1: many though. We've been pretty good
2: though. No, for the been, most part. Yeah, I've dropped and, a few. Uh, now and. and, then. and and for those of you out there in podcast line that are curious, really, the whole reason why we don't curse on this show is Jonto. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right, okay, lay it on me. What's the what's Gleep cur- Gleep here? curses like a sailor, if you give, give him the opportunity. Really? Mm.
1: Not true. Not true. I'm sure <laughs> driven My soul. eyes
2: have been uh-huh. peeled back. What? The
0: scales have fallen from them. Gleep curses like a sailor? Oh, man, I have to hear this at some point. Oh. No. So Not so true. was Jonto uh, having to keep a, a clean ship?
1: clean ship that's it I've never heard it put that way before Janto was a fine young man and um, we, we should stop talking about him like he's dead <laughs> <laughs> this is Janto's eulogy ah, excuse me <clears throat> you know you don't buy tortilla chips you only rent them what oh, okay all right. Well, so um, uh, here is uh, episode two of the uh, the new and improved experimental uh, format, and uh, I've got nothing left.
2: That's it. We're all done. We're call, we're call well, we hit well, rock bottom
0: fast.
1: This show is short. <laughs> I, I like it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it, that's...
1: Engine.com. I,
0: <laughs> I guess that's uh, no reason to have me on the It's like, oh, you brought me on to the first cast, special. You're like, nope, we're done. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, never mind.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> never mind. All right.
1: Well, you know what? Actually, um, something interesting that happened. Not, eh, it's been it's been a while. But anyway, um, our friend of Montiato, uh, Questor, uh, de- messaged me in uh, in the twitters, and uh, he uh, he had I, what I thought was an interesting question. Um, he said, uh, "You know, what do you think about child NPCs in game?" And I thought that you know, huh, that's you know, you have to think about that. You know, should they be there? Um, if so, if so, if they should be there, where, which there should they be? Uh, you know, do you want them in safe zones? Do you want them in combat zones? Um, is it appropriate to have
2: them uh, in specific missions?
1: What do you guys think? Well, I, I mean, think you know, they ref-
2: well, and you know, if you're if to, to quote the um, smuggler commercial. Uh, you know, if you're moving refugees from you know a dangerous spot to a uh, you know to someplace safe, you know it's you're gonna have children. You know the Women real question children, is, man. yeah, the real question is, are they gonna have the skeletal structure for that? Because they have the skeletal structure for the male and the female bodies, and and they're not at present allowing for us to make them taller or shorter or fatter or skinnier. So mm-hmm. I think really, I don't, I don't think that they have an issue with having kids in the game. And I think that having kids in the game adds another element, another layer of, of realism or immersion uh, to the game. So I think it's mm-hmm. great. But I think the real question is, are they going to put the time in or do they feel it's even worth it to create children, uh, especially for the first iteration, the first official iteration of the game?
1: Uh-huh well let's just assume for the sake of argument we're talking about the actual launch and uh, by that by that point they are able to uh, adapt the uh, the skeleton to fit a variety of uh, of heights and and uh, girths if I dare say the thing is i don't
2: uh, I don't think they're going to Framing! before launch I, no like ever They've they've said that there's no plans to like the skeletal structure of the characters or the skeletal structure of the characters it has to do with um, oh. The ship cockpit size, uh, the and and also the the animations and they, they, I think that what they've said is that they may try and include like clothing, like for mm-hmm. example, for example, the heavy armor, the heavy pirate armor. You mm-hmm. kind of look like you're heavy, uh, you know, okay. you're a heavy person. Uh, I think that they said that they're going to try and include something like that as a consideration. But generally speaking, to my knowledge, no, the 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 skeletal. The, the the skeleton of the characters, both male and female, are going to be set. It's okay. your faces that you can customize.
0: I can see children appearing in Squadron forty two and in Star Citizen in safe zones, but I don't see them playing as major roles or peat player characters. I mean, Skyrim has kids. They aren't by default, they're not killable. But they add a sense of realism and lived inness to like Whiterun. Uh, well, of Warcraft has children NPCs that run around. Um, I, and I don't remember well enough if when, say, the Horde raided Stormwind, if if PCs could kill the children NPCs that were running around Stormwind, the, the Stormwind, like, uh, blocks. But they had children in the game. They weren't playable, but they were there enough for layers in the universe to go okay there are kids here there are kids in this universe there you know the cycle of life is happening there are generations there are old people there are, there are kids there's you know it's, it's a living breathing society i think it would feel a little strange if you landed on a planet walked into the bazaar and every single person you ran into was vaguely 20 to 30 something well-looking clean-cut person and everybody was that way
1: it'd feel a little weird uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, let's, Jimmy. So let's let's just uh, uh, suppose, for the sake of argument, that there is going to be some variety available, and that children, <clears throat> children, or smaller stature NPCs will be uh, a possibility. Uh, both, let unless say, even for the sake of argument, um, as an extension uh, to this question, that we would also be able to play um, the. Uh, smaller uh, characters do we think that that is appropriate for Star Citizen, for the Star Citizen universe as uh, we have uh, uh, imagined it and uh, this immediately makes me think back way back to last week when we were discussing The Expanse um, and how um, how it makes me want to go watch that show now to kind of get a sense of that universe are there children in, in that television show?
2: Um, I I've only watched a couple of episodes. It's a show I actually want to spend more time in. But I will tell you that um, we will not be able to play children. You can't play children in any other game. It opens up a whole can of um, question. Can of worms. Yeah, there's a whole can of question, ethical questions that arise from you know role playing as children. Uh, I do. We will not see children in the game. I can guarantee you that. I not mean, even as NPCs. No, 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 I'm sorry. As players, you you will okay. not see. Um, the you will not have the ability to play as children. I will guarantee you that. I, I will Put money on that.
0: I would agree with you. Uh, and remember that there is another class and skeleton of characters that people have been curious about, and that Roberts has hedged their bets on at best, and that was mm. other races. That oh, At Vandu. some point, way down the line, we may consider playing as Jian or Banu or Vandul. I don't know mm-hmm. about Vandul, uh, but but that that at some point, way in the future, that might be a possibility. But that was at, like I said, at 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 best, hedged. Uh, that was not something, and that makes more sense, I feel like, than children because you'd already have those skeletons and that rigging because you got to build for Squadron Forty Two and NPC characters of those races anyway. That mm-hmm. seems like a much more likely likely future outcome than children do. Mhm.
1: Well, I mean, but the Vandal skeleton already has to exist because it's, yes. it's in game. It's, it's it's in. But rigging that for, for
0: player usage would be an
2: extra bit of yeah, work. Yeah, it's a completely completely different you know set of of rules that they have to put in place. I mean, yeah, the skeleton's there, but um, and and I am not a developer, but mm-hmm. you know. You're, if you're playing as a Vandal, you're not flying uh, a freelancer.
0: No, you know, yeah. what I mean?
2: You're, you're not flying a caterpillar. If you're playing the, the, as a the Vanduul, skeletal
0: structure requires you to fly. Correct. Basically, only Vandal ships.
1: Right. right. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy that. But um, uh, so you know, because what I, what I think about, you know, it's, we'll, so we'll just for the for the moment talk about the uh, children and the possibility of children NPCs in the game. So um, now. Of course, because I my character I'm thinking search and rescue, medical, uh, that sort of, of role play, uh, you know, going to evacuate a planet that is in danger of exploding, um, maybe it's under attack by by those very same bandul that we uh, we can't play. Um, it, it's I, I think it would add something to the gameplay if there were young or different size small more vulnerable NPCs and uh, and also that it would be possible that they could be killed.
0: That, sure. does, that actually does not surprise me as an idea. I actually think that makes sense. I mean, call back to Mass Effect discussion on the last episode, the opening scene of Mass Effect 3 involves a kid boarding a ship and then the ship being destroyed by a Reaper in the first, like, ten minutes. And the idea is that it establishes stakes, that no mm-hmm. one is safe. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: And what? But do, do you think that it would be less immersive if, you know, basically we had Ken and Barbie and nothing else?
0: Yes.
2: I feel well, like people yeah, right, would right notice now, that. Right now, all we have is Ken.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Um, but it's, I mean, I'm, it, I'm talking about when, when the game launches. I mean, I'm, t- I'm talking about the universe that we that we're looking forward to playing in.
0: I do. Uh, like I said, uh, games like World of Warcraft uh marwind or not marwind the tso um the the uh, you know mass effect the a part of life is children having that mm-hmm. younger generation same for old people um, if you yeah. have a game that is just barbie and ken and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a fairly realistic simaculum of, of what the world is like mm-hmm. people will notice that I mean, for the same reason why, like, um, in uh, the old Republic, I was so frustrated—you couldn't sit in any of the seats.
2: It's the little I things. I hate that. that. I hate that so much.
0: It's the but it's the little things like that that you notice.
2: The other thing that I hate. The other thing that I hate about um, uh, Old Republic online is the scale. The yeah. characters seem so much smaller than their surroundings. Like. Yeah. Um, the ships seem just a little too big for them. The the hallways seem a little too big for them and it's like and it's in every aspect of the game. There's no yeah. there's no reasonable sense of scale. It's like they just made everything bigger and then put the characters into them and I that makes me crazy too.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. That like like you walk up you watch them like walk up a stairway and you're like, those steps may be a little big for those feet. Like your your super powerful, ultra horrifying Sith Lord looks like he's a toddler trying to climb the stairs. Uh, it's a bit, yeah. a bit extreme, and it's, but it's... it's a, and it's
2: everywhere. It's even yeah. it's even in the ship. You know yeah. everything. And I, I and again, I don't pretend to know anything about programming, but I remember um, that there was a discussion somewhere at some point about the fact that generally speaking, up until recently, when you designed a game, you you either made the environment um, smaller or you made the environment larger, and I don't really know why that is. Um, And there weren't really a lot of games that allowed for, uh, you know, an accurate scale, if you will, of the environment versus the actual character. And if anybody knows why, by all means, please email us. Um, And that's one of the things that I absolutely love about Star Citizen is that sense of scale. When you go into a small area, you're in a small area, you feel crowded. When you go into a large area, the, the sense of scale is correct. And, yeah, for whatever reason, they really, like, it's glaringly obvious in uh, Old Republic. Uh, that and not being able to sit down, also. I agree. It yeah. makes me crazy.
0: But I just mean that it's, like, like the little teeny tiny things. Like, uh, uh, you know, in some games, like, you walk through this giant military complex, complex and you go, where's the bathroom? Like, where are the bunks? Where's the bathroom? Like, yeah. Little, yeah. little teeny tiny touches of humanity. That I think are important to our day-to-day life that we don't think about when we think about game development. Um, that I feel like Star Citizen will probably have uh, again. Children, children, are, you know uh, that the opening scene of Mass Effect Three. You know, you want to. It's a tried and and tired trope, but you want to establish stakes. You show a woman and a child being attacked by big angry monster, and the immediate response is, "Oh no, it's danger." Uh, And then maybe because the society's, you know, if you show a giant, uh, muscly, uh, let's say, uh, Gears of War guy being attacked by a giant monster, the response isn't fear. It's like, yeah, get him, fight back. Uh, But if you're you're trying to establish stakes or or fear, then it's usually women and children.
1: Well, I I think that the game would be, you know, because if we're we're talking about heading into the decline of Rome or the fall of the Roman Empire or something analogous to that. Sacking
0: of the Vandals.
1: Yeah, um, if 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 there are if if those stakes that you're describing Ace aren't in the game, I think it's going to be glaring and um, and and will detract. Yeah, as like I said, I, I feel like we may see
0: if we see children NPCs at all, it may be in a planetary setting, in a in a small scale moment. But I don't expect that that and that this game will be Ender's Game 2.0.
1: Mm, yeah, I've never seen Ender's Game. Did you read the books at all? No, I didn't. I didn't. <sighs> it's, young, it's, it's young adult fiction, right?
0: Uh, I'd say the first one is. Uh, yeah, some I, of I, Speaker I for the Dead the and the later stuff. books are definitely aren't, and certainly Ender's Shadow. I mean, there's some there's some rough stuff that happens in Ender's Game. Um, yeah. but but the point being that that like Ender's Game was about children soldiers that being an Ender were. Uh, groomed by the 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 basically what amounted to the UNSC of that universe to be child generals to fight the buggers and I don't see children playing a huge role in star citizen again aside from being conduits to establish stakes for a bad guy
1: okay yeah I I, I, I don't know I mean it's uh, it's interesting I way back when it first started um, I uh, Spent some time playing Second Life, and um, as everyone is probably aware, there were all kinds of things that you could do in that game, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, came across people who were playing children, and it, it was it was interesting. It was um,
2: yeah, I mean, the, not not a, there's not your a, answer.
1: Not in any kind of, you know, uh, sexual way. I mean, but there were, there were people... And, I, you know, and that, the, kind of the cool thing about the game is you go around and talk to people, you know, and say, hey, you know, what are you doing? And you would, you know, have conversations. And, and there were serious people in there that were trying to actually, whether it was advisable or not, I mean, I think... They were role-playing as the, children? Yeah, the, the, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, 20 thought that this was going to perhaps be a vehicle for uh, doing some sort of uh, regressive therapy. And psychological therapy, and you know, so obviously you respect that. You're like, you know, they then they would say, you know, like if you went to a place, you like, oh, what's going on over here? And someone would say, you know, look, this is this kind of what's going on here, and we ask that you respect, you know, what we're doing here, and you know, you know, go go, you know, fly your 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 magic carpet someplace else, and you know, it's like so, you know, you respect that, and you go you go go away. But anyway, I just when Monty asked me that, I thought, huh, you know, that 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 is kind of, and I agree with you, Jimmy. I think that it's. It's it's too much a can of worms uh, to allow us to play children in, in the in the Star Citizen universe. Um, but I, I and I agree with Ace that I think that without them in in the role of NPC, uh, it's going to detract from the um, uh, from the, the immersion. So anyway, I thought that I thought that was a, an interesting question. So uh, thank you, Amontillado for that. Always, always posing the interesting questions. He is. So, um, Jimmy, you found a thing, and there is a link right there um, and oh, this thing would, yeah I did yeah. I yeah. did find a thing. Would you care to discuss that thing?
2: I don't know how much of a discussion we can have on it because I can't seem to find any um, any ability to purchase this thing or pre-order um, anything. Will soon
0: be available on Kickstarter. Subscribe. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: and there is nothing on Kickstarter, um, but it is still an interesting thing to discuss. And I was actually curious as to what Ace's thought was on it. So, talking about peripherals and controllers, um, you know, we all know that um, I use a, a warthog. And I fly um, stick and mouse, or I'm sorry, throttle and mouse. And but there's with the warthog, and ACU, I'm sure you know this. The metal switches on them mm-hmm. are kind of useless. There's, I can't really do anything with them because you have to double uh, flip them to get them to respond to any sort of command. Yeah. And so, you know, there there are, I, I love the way the throttle feels. Um, I love all of the controls on the throttle. Um, I'm able to utilize a lot of the uh, stick. And so I'm really happy with that. But there are some things that I, I just can't access. And I would rather not have them on my keyboard. Things like uh, shield manipulation, engine manipulation, um, you know, some of the smaller sub uh, skills that I do have on my keyboard right now that I think would be really cool on, you know, some sort of uh, console. And this Be Lethal uh, by, I think it's, what is it, Hog or Black? Yeah, Black Hog. is a uh, proofing concept. And what it is, is it's kind of like a dashboard um, that like sits uh, in fr- or behind your keyboard, but in front of your monitor. And it's got a whole host of uh, switches and a whole host of hats. It's got uh, 14 small switches, 7 square push buttons, uh, 4 rotary encoders, 3 kill switches, 1 rotary access, and 1 slider. And I saw this and I was like, wow, where can I get my hands on this? Because if I have that, my mouse, which is a Razer mouse and it's fully programmable, um, and my throttle, well, that seems like I've got an entire spaceship on my desk. Yeah. And so, um, what, what are your thoughts on it, Ace? I mean, it's a really cool concept. The, the link will be in the show notes, and it's basically, it looks like kind of, um, kind of, it's kind of an arch. Boomerang. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a boomerang, kind of an arch type of thing that looks like it is designed to fit very nicely, um, behind your keyboard, but in front of your monitor. Uh, and I, you know, it, it kind of looks a little bit like, uh, the, the, and I haven't played it, but it looks a little bit like the cockpit from, um, uh, from Elite Dangerous, yeah?
0: Well, y- you know bit. what it what it reminded me of immediately when I first saw this? Uh, is the original controller from a uh, little-known game that was sort of a niche hit on the original Xbox. You may recall this game called Steel Battalion. Ooh, yeah, there that, that was that, that uh, peripheral that you could buy and it was like it cost more than a new Xbox. A like hundred and twenty dollars. There yeah. you go. There's an image of it. That and it that, a, that a is. This game, is right? exactly what this reminds me of. Uh, yeah. And and uh, I mean, it was. It felt. Oh yeah. Look at that. It felt very Gundam. I don't know if you've ever watched the Gundam series, but they control their bipedal mechs with two joysticks and three pedals. It makes no sense. Like, how does? I swing my beam saber, translate to gas pedal, left joystick? Like, um, so this was, Steel Battalion was an attempt to sort of create that, like, complicated control system for a a, a mech, uh, and it had all these buttons, switches, it's got, there's an eject, the top right hand corner, there's a little eject button right there, um, and that was immediately thought of. There's that one, and then the um, you know another uh, sort of concept that appeared and has just sort of vanished into the ether since then. That I've always been curious about was the Mech joystick. That uh, concept joystick that appeared and then vanished and never went anywhere um, from a couple of years ago. There's that one right there. And again, similar, you know, two joysticks, some tactile buttons, a little miniature keyboard, some flick switches. Uh, that and both of those concepts and designs seemed more robust than, than the Black Hog thing. I'm also a little concerned about how this unit connects. Like, is it run a cable? Is it supposed to be wireless? How sturdy is this thing? Um, I also don't see a whole lot of use for radial switches, or radial, uh, radial dials. Um, hmm. uh, I suppose you could do stuff like twist left to shields go up, I was going right, to say shields. You don't shield think that would maybe
2: be e- easy shield manipulator.
0: Uh, uh, personally, I would rather actually have a warthog if one existed for a left-handed pilot. It's my it's my ultimate dream, and there's a there's a thread in cast I've talked with people about eventually getting something like that set up and then made, but none of the companies make a full-blooded Hotas for a left-handed pilot. Because uh, I, I, the funny thing is, I love all those switches and buttons because it reminds me of flying in an actual plane.
2: But have you tried binding them and using them in a, as a practical application? On, Star like, Citizen? my actual keyboard? No, no, yeah, no, I'm talking about the actual Warthog. Like, those switches, I don't have a Warthog. I, I uh, do. Those switches suck.
0: Do they? <laughs> yeah.
2: Because you can't just, like, for example, on those metal switches... You can't just flip it up and turn it on. You actually have to flip it up and back again.
0: Well, I can to, see that you have
2: to double flip them because they just they don't register.
0: They don't register right away.
2: Correct. Well, I don't. That- I don't know what it is about them that doesn't register. It
0: may be that Star Citizen isn't set to pull them immediately upon start. It's- that it only pulls them when the button is activated, and then they they register in, in a you know in an on, an on or off situation. But until you flip that switch the game isn't actively looking for that behavior, isn't checking the position of that switch until it gets turned
2: on. Right. Um, and so, so you have to, if you want to use it, you have to flip it up and flip it back again. And so effectively, in my opinion, for Star Citizen, all of those switches are kind of a waste of time.
0: I think it's funny that you mentioned that because in... And, uh, and this, I'm sure this will get a lot of, a lot of maybe some extra commentaries maybe, you know mentioned later about about uh, uh, f- actual world of flying. But there's something called a pre-flight check where you do all that. You flip all your switches. You make sure they're all working. You flip the bastard switch. You make, make sure the magneto's are working. You you go through a checklist. Usually it's on like a knee board, a little a little board that's on your lap that you flip through and you read like uh, radio on frequency set. Uh,
2: you yeah, but, but Ace, you're, you're, I don't, I don't think you really understand what I'm saying here. Is that these switches do not work? Like, well, but no could you pre-flight? Could you, there's no, there's you, you, you can program something to it, and then you go to flip it up, and it won't work. You have to flip it up and flip flip it back, back again.
0: down. And did yeah. the, do they stay live after you flip it back down, or do they stop working after that? They again?
2: stay live after you flip it back down, but then when you want to flip it off, you need to flip it up. You need to—it's—it's it's all double click, you know. And God and and God forbid, it's a a, a three switch. Could you never see yourself switch.
0: flipping these things up and down one at a time, and like a pre, like sort of like a pre flight pre flight ritual? Because I, well, the nerd in me, could see myself doing that. I recognize that that, and and it, it is to be fair, Source it is is in alpha. It, it may be a little while before they have a polling setup in the game. I don't know how those switches behave in other games. Have you tried using it with other other games? No,
2: no, no. But all the all the buttons, mm-hmm. um, all of the hats, um, all, 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 every other aspect of the th- of the throttle works beautifully. Interesting. Know, from the way that it feels, I, I love this throttle. Don't get me wrong. Every other aspect of it is great, but the the metal switches just suck. Hmm. They're they're just they're not designed for uh, and and, I, and I'm sure they're great on like a like an actual like um you know uh, pilot sim like a plane sim mm-hmm. um you know and I'm sure they work great in that environment but in Star Citizen the 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 fact that you have to double switch it all the time it it doesn't help with anything you know what I mean I I, it, I can see that it doesn't make it it doesn't make anything. It doesn't add anything. It's easier just to leave it on my keyboard and push a button. You know. I guess I'd say to double click it.
0: I guess I'd say that uh, to me that suggests again more incomplete programming than anything, and that that those switches may gain better functionality as the game becomes more complete. I hope um, so. Because I, I would imagine if you if you tried to fly with that HOTAS in say Arma or heaven forbid something like DCS. Those switches would would actively be pulled by the game, and register, their states would be registered so that when you flip them, they would be already registered in, and in those positions when you when you were in the cockpit.
2: Well, and that, um, that's the thing is, it, they do register, but I think it's just. I, I, and again, I don't know what it is about the fact. Maybe it's just the fact that it's a mechanical switch, but it, it registers, but it it doesn't register right away. In other words, you've got like um like the front flow. I'm actually clicking on it right now. The uh, ooh, I like the, that sound. The Ugh. right flow and the the uh, left flow on those switches, right? It's just a hard switch, right? So the right flow switch, let's say that you want to use that as a landing mode, right? And you switch to landing mode. I have to switch it up, and then I have to switch it back again. So in I, order for the landing mode to recognize and work. And, again, and, I,
0: I'm I would think that probably it's that Star Citizen, the game itself isn't programmed to reach out and... See that these switches are in those positions to begin with, and not until you flip the switch and the yeah. joystick sends a command to the game that the system the game goes, Oh, you have that. Right. All right. 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 Let's oh, use it then.
2: right. I've got the switch. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense. Um, you know, and that's fine. Um, would but you, in, if the system pulled them consistently or accurately, do you think you would see yourself using those? I, I have been trying. Um, I've got basically, I've got. A lot of stuff programmed onto the throttle now that works. That works really well. Um, you know, I've got the ability to uh, strife. I've got the ability to easily decouple and recouple. Um, I've got. Um, I've gotten away from voice attack now, and so I use my um, my mouse to uh, you know lock on targets and, and and launch missiles the way that you normally do. So between the two, I'm in pretty good shape um, on on all of my primary skills and everything I need to be able to uh, access from, uh, you know, uh, uh, thrusters to boost to space break, all of that stuff. Um, But all the secondary stuff, the stuff that I would love to pin to the base of the throttle, things like pulling up the map, things like uh, quantum jump, things like, um, you know, landing mode, uh, autopilot, all of those things I would really like to be able to pin to the base, all the secondary stuff. But it just... It just doesn't really work well.
0: Uh, I'm just doing some googling. I'm curious to see what uh, if if people have, have reported similar issues for Star Citizen. So I wonder if 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 maybe there is a setup related issue, or if the um, if there's a programming related issue with that binding help. I will have, um, have to look into it for you. I'll see what yeah, I can find. Yeah, look
2: into it for me because the thing is, like, if there was a way to, to fix that to where the the switches are a bit more um, that are engage that they engage when you flip them up, that would be great. But I think I think more than anything else, I don't think there's anything really necessarily wrong with it. I think that you called it earlier, where for whatever reason that switch doesn't really recognize until it until it's moved twice for whatever yeah. reason. Um, you know, it's not a button. It's not. You know, and so it would make sense to me that that's just kind of how it is. And you know, and I guess you know, for some people, a double click isn't that big of a deal. But it's just like, you know, it's it's kind of a hassle for anything other than like a secondary, yeah, skill set. You there know, something is, that's not critical.
0: And and it, it, I, for a, a certain type of nerd, aka giant pilot nerds like myself, uh, the, I would go out of my way to make those switches used. Oh, Just, I've tried. <laughs> um, I've tried. I don't know if you know, but in Elite Dangerous, something that I, I don't think many many people know about, there is a pre-fight checklist setting that you can enable, where when your ship rises to the like the like liftoff station, you can you go through like, a checklist and you have to press each button, and then the the game like, all right, that the function's working, that that button's working, that's you know, and then. All right, you can leave, you can leave the platform, and it's, and it's a totally optional thing. Uh, you can set the game so that that when your ship rises to the platform, you just you just away you go. Uh, but there is an option that I found in the game that I just, just tickled my fancy just to see that that was that that like you could enable it so that the, the game would force you to go through a pre flight checklist before you lift it off the pad. That's a- funny. And and <laughs> for
1: like a hotas setup like that, that is exactly what I would use that for. Would be right. like like. Well, you know, and I was meaning to mention before Mark left the show, um back uh, in the last episode, uh how are you you fighter pilot types, are you aware of what Dietrich is uh doing? Um they're they're working on on getting TGWS up the leaderboards in Star Citizen. Are you guys aware of that?
2: No, I wasn't.
1: No. Mm. <clears throat> I, I, I am remiss for not mentioning it before Mark quit the show, uh, but uh, I did want to uh, to bring that to your guys' attention. And to anyone that's listening out there, too, to go check the uh, the website. Uh, and uh, 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 they're looking for people to fly. I mean, they're, he's so desperate for for good pilots, he asked me.
2: Oh, <laughs> I, well, I, 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 Ace and I are both you know, Ace, Ace and I are both good pilots, so I'm I'm happy to lend my skill uh, yeah? skill set uh, when I've got some time. Absolutely. Yeah okay, but so um, um well, so, I was, I was well, gonna say so just you, go ahead go ahead go ahead I was okay, just well just, well, just can...
1: <laughs> Mark come back please reconsider this this goes to to heck in a handbasket as soon as he's gone uh, we, we need we need ahead. to play hardball we need to send him a fruit basket go yeah, ahead um um but so you know you guys you know listening to you guys I mean this obviously this is something that is important and a, a significant part of your enjoyment of the game and I and I would. I would definitely say that this is more on the simulation uh, side of yeah. oh, of, yeah. of the game. Um, so, uh, so apart from the from the interface, the, your interface to the game. I'm I'm a, I'm a gamepad player. I mean, I'm comfortable with it. It you know, ergonomically it works for we me. We tried the joystick sure. at one point. We did try Poor that, and um, and I'm still going to the chiropractor. Oh, um, uh, so but. So on the, the simulation, if we if, if we can, if there's a simulation to fun continuum, um, where do you guys uh, kind of see yourself, and do you think a game can be too simmy, or can it be too fun?
0: I feel like DCS World is the answer to that question. <laughs> a game can be, I think, in some cases, too simmy. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah.
2: I, I mean, the thing is, I mean, for me personally, I, I even from back, and I'm sure I'm, I've mentioned this on the show, when I was a little kid you know when star wars came out i one of the, my favorite things to do was to empty out my toy box get into it and it was my spaceship
0: mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so
2: and that I, that has never left you know i've always like when um, star wars galaxies came out jump to light speed was like my favorite thing in the world and you know i'm not a huge flight sim guy per se um, but i do like flying spaceships and i yeah. like the idea especially with what star citizen is bringing if star citizen Star Citizen didn't exist, I'd probably be doing this with Elite Dangerous, and I would just be dealing with the fact that, you know, I, I am just playing a ship, which I kind of hate. Oh, um, and it's a, but, it's a
0: mile mile wide, but an inch deep sort of thing. Right.
2: Right, right, right. And, but Star Citizen's offering the full package, and so I've been just slowly over time kind of <laughs> Fleshing out the the sim pit, if you will, and and because the thing is, I don't think I'm going to be able to play the game with virtual reality. I get motion sickness, and yeah. I just I just don't see it happening. At least not for a few more years. Not until um, you know the frame rate uh, issue is completely resolved. So, in the short term. You know, my sim pit is, is my actual computer desk. And so, you know, the throttle is set up in, in such a way that it's very comfortable for me. It's right where I need it to be if this was a ship. Uh, and so the, the be, the be lethal, if you will, from Black Hog, um, looks like something that would be great to, to basically go behind my keyboard to further enhance the, the sim pit that I'm, I'm building for myself for the game.
1: I mean, you, I, I can look at that picture and I can and I can hear in your voice that when you look at that picture, you see possibility. Yes. I look at that and I see headache.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it depends. You know, the thing is it depends on how programmable it is. Like, for yes. example, um, my Razer mouse and keyboard um, and orb weaver extremely mm-hmm. easy because the thing is yeah. I don't actually go in and it's the same with with uh, the war, uh, warthog I don't actually go in and change anything in game I just go yeah. and find you know w- where the commands are um and mm-hmm. then I assign them Uh, Either uh, through uh, the uh, through the keyboard software separately, I will I will re-pin that stuff to the keyboard directly, um, or uh, in game with the throttle, and then save that profile, so that you know I never actually change the the keyboard settings in the game; they always stay the same. So when I look at what you're pressing, that is right, and I have the same thing.
0: The to the, the. so the my since I'm lefty lefty pilot my my mouse which I have the Razer Naga Epic Chroma so like it got like twelve
2: yeah like, you get the same buttons. one I have yeah, yeah yeah you get the same one I have uh
0: and uh and, and same thing like I, I I use those thumb buttons so much um, uh huh the throttle control so I use just so you look at your mouse I use six and five as my throttle up and down oh wow throttle, really up, down. that's um, crazy yeah. Oh it's and it's super responsive. Um, but that that button combination is the same across Star Citizen, Elite Dangerous, uh-huh. IL2 1946 and Planet Side. Uh, it just I've configured uh, Razer so that when I'm booting up that game, it loads that profile and even though like you said like the the games buttons are different, but I've programmed the Razer so that when I press 6 even if it's up arrow in one and W in another, it does the same function that the mouse behavior is just different.
2: Right, and I do. I've done the same thing with H one Z one. I've done the same thing uh, with World of Warcraft. Little, little modifications because yeah. uh, WoW and Old Republic are very different games to play. But you can but program the, games, the mice. Yeah. Right, right, right. But the games that are, are first person, you know, H one Z one is is in some respects very similar to Star Citizen. Um, I will bind those keys the same way that I've uh, I have them bound in Star Citizen, and that's something that I really want to do in Grand Theft Auto. I just haven't had a chance to yet. Um, and so when I look at this uh, Black hog be lethal, um, I think to myself, well, if it's as if it's programmable in the same sense as my uh, razor gear and my Warthog, then it opens up a host of possibilities. you know um, you know the, the the all of the buttons, all of the switches, that entire be lethal console would be dedicated to things like, Landing mode, uh, shield manipulation, um, engine manipulation—all uh, of all of those things that you want to be able to reach for on the fly and, and be able to manipulate quickly, but you don't necessarily want to go fumbling around on your keyboard for them. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the rotary dials, for example, I think that those are phenomenal for shields. You know, you do the one on the right um, could be front and back, the one on the left could be uh, left and right. You As know, of and all you've got to do is reach and just dial them in.
0: Do you use the split throttle on the house? Or left and
2: right engines. Uh, I don't split the throttle. No, I just uh, okay. I have it. Uh, have I don't I don't think that that's even doable in the game right now. I could it, be. Wrong. I don't
0: know if it is. It might be. I don't know. I, I again, I don't have a warthog. I don't know. But I mean, uh, yeah. But there's
2: there's no real, in my opinion, there's no real reason for it because the thing is, I'm I'm usually I've got on my hat, um, rolling left and rolling right. One, okay. one of the hats rolls left and rolls right, and then basically the hat on my um, index finger is rolling left and rolling right, and then the hat on my thumb is strifing left, right, up, and down.
0: In some games, it, it, it really can help. I know that uh, uh, I've talked to some players, I used to play, play with some players who played IL-2 1946, who were gods among men with a P-38, and that was because they had a split throttle. Ah. So, if they were banking left, they'd just throttle down the left engine, and then just dive and roll in that direction because they had right. unequal, unequal thrust all of a sudden.
1: Okay, uh, so um, I think we, we've established that a game can be too semi, where it's just basically, you know, the entire game is that you, you're you doing checklists and, you know, stuff like pre-flight that. Pre-flight checks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so now, do you guys... Um, now I hear you. You know, you expressing your love for um, all of these. Uh, you know, the peripheral accoutrement of um, of, of flight here. Uh, it could a game? Is it possible for a game to be too fun? Like, if if a game a game that you want to play doesn't support this sort of stuff, uh, it's, it's and it's a flight game. Will that? Will you not play that game? Like, so, say say for instance, uh, Jimmy Grand Theft Auto Five. Say that you, it's just not possible. Uh, to, to set up any kind of a control scheme other than a gamepad controller. Uh, but you really enjoy flying the jets in that game because they're just way OP and they're so over-the-top, mayhem-inducing. Uh, You know, you just want to spend hours and hours and hours, you know, flying in them. Will you be deterred that you can't make your SimPit system work with that game?
2: Well, I mean, you know, the thing is that, you know, I play console, um, and console kind of is what it is. I mean, there's some little bit of tweaking here and there, but, you know, there's not really a whole lot of programmable options there, but I think that's kind of the benefit of playing PC. I mean, there aren't any, there, there are virtually zero games out there on PC that you can't Rebind your keys. Yeah. So,
0: mm-hmm. Or or and of course we have software where even if you can't rebind the keys in game, you've got Thrustmaster's Target right. software or Razer's Naga software that will allow you to do that sort of rebinding and behavior changing outside of game too. Yeah.
2: So I, you know I think I don't think that I don't think that that's really an issue when it comes to PC games. Um, you know, and then as far as console goes, console is what console is. So it's like you, you adapt. You know, and and so you know for me they're two completely different platforms so uh, on console i i will pl- the way that i play in- intuitively on console is not the way that i play on pc pc to me is is my ability to program everything the way that i want it lay it all out in a way that's easy and fluid and intuitive and then console is kind of is what it is and and you know if a game is poorly designed um, I, I don't like playing it, you know. And if, a game's, yeah. if the controls on the console are, are intuitive and make a lot of, and make sense, and they can pick them up quickly, then I'll, I'll tend to stick around and play a bit more.
0: I will say this to your argument, Glebe. Um, I have some friends. You met them, Steel Toe and, and Mouse, who mm-hmm. love Space Engineers. Like mm-hmm. they just they love that game, and I will. I'm more like a space tourist. I'll see what they're working on, what they're they're designing, what they're they're building, and I'll, I'll help for a little bit, but I'm not super into that game and the primary reason why is because Space Engineers does not support joystick use in any sort of way, and to get the game to recognize joystick input takes a lot of work. I've, I've looked okay. into making it happen and as a result, like, it's a game where you can fly spaceships and you can fire at pirates and it would be a lot of fun to play and I'd love to play it with them as their as their pilot, but you know, I don't like flying mouse and keyboard, which is primarily what you do you have to fly mouse and keyboard um, mm-hmm. and I've tried hooking up, like, a gamepad and it doesn't work all that well either, uh, mm-hmm. so i my response is, I'll come take a look at your stuff and help you, you know, mine for minerals, or you know, occasionally. But I'm, you know, until they put sort of like some robust joystick support in there. Yeah, it's a space
1: game, but I'm not interested. Well, I think you answer my question because, and I think, I think you answer my question because I phrased it wrong. Instead of <laughs> saying, "Can a game be too fun?" I should say, "Can a game be not simmy enough?" Mm-hmm. And and it's and it sounds like for you, space engineers is is not y enough. Well, yeah, well yeah, I mean, they they do some some sim
0: stuff. I mean, there is oxygen. There's there, there are some stuff about that that is from a c- control
1: perspective.
2: Yeah, from, from a control, control perspective, perspective. Yeah. Well, it's also from a player perspective too. Like you know, I I, re, I am really into like I when I started fl- flying in Star Citizen, I was terrible at it. We all were. Um, and but so, some of
1: us still are.
2: <laughs> for me, it was like challenge accepted because it felt real. It yeah, felt mm-hmm. like I was really in a spaceship and really flying a ship. And so, I was like, "Okay, challenge accepted. I want to get good at this." My wife, on the other hand, sat down and was like, "This is ridiculous. I hate this. I'm going back to No Man's Sky where it's much easier to fly a ship." Well, that was so, the other
0: game I was going to mention. It's also No Man's the other end of that yeah. spectrum.
2: So, you know, it it goes back to player preference. For me, you know, when I sit down and play Star Citizen, I am my six-year-old self in my toy box, you know, Mm -hmm. and and that is the thing that I love about it. And the fact that it was difficult to become a good pilot um, and that it did take work and now I'm I'm working on being better at at first-person shooting in Star Citizen. Um, I love that, you know. I love an open-world sandbox. I like an environment I feel I can live in and I love you know a, a sim cockpit where i'm flying a spaceship and i really feel like i'm flying a spaceship my wife not so much and she's much more of a gamer than i am
0: yeah no, 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 no i i wonder though i mean part of it maybe also what the game is designed for like i would never say that no man's sky is a star it's a is a space game in the same vein that say Wing Commander, X-Wing Alliance, and Star Citizen is a space game. They are they are both take place in space, but they have very different goals and what they're designed for. And I think like the spaceship controls to that extent in in No Man's Sky uh, uh, uphold that behavior. Mm-hmm. That that it, the spaceship is designed as a mediator from planet to planet, but you aren't des- you aren't expected to do like orbital mechanic dogfighting a la like uh, Kerbal Space. You know, the Kerbal Space right. Game, you, or, or uh, uh, knife fight, pseudo-World War II dogfighting a la X-Wing Alliance. Uh, and I, I feel like those those changes or those differences, despite being similar in terms of, of overall setting, is what changes our perception. I mean, a lot of us that, that are interested in Star Citizen, are part of our reason we are is because we are uh, combat, space combat junkies. We like doing that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, right. Absolutely. Right there's right, a well, so um by the way just just in closing real quick there is uh, if you go to uh, Black hog and click on the blogs um, they are posting recently and it looks like as of January 18th they actually have a working prototype and I haven't had ah. a chance to watch the video yet but I, I kind of just discovered it I'm like oh okay yeah there you go so that is something to take a look at as well if anybody's interested
1: yeah it's, I will definitely post a link to their website in the um, in the show notes along with uh, aces uh Example from the uh, steel battalion, and then the other, the other one where you are apparently using two joysticks to control a fake tree with moss on it. Wow. <laughs>
0: well, that so that that image of the the mech foo uh, is the only like the only content image, and it was a possible setup for mech warrior. Uh, mm. And when I saw it, my because it, it had some of the same button loadout and setups that I've wanted for. For like a dual joystick setup, and I, I was like, I want that.
1: I want that so badly because I would. I want to be able to pilot an ant from Lord of the Rings with that. <laughs> wow. Uh, and I'm on
0: board. So I mean, if you want the the ultimate uh, sim pit, you could always get you know the Cessna uh, trainer cockpit, which is like replicates a Cessna 172 cockpit, like down to the the pitch. Uh, uh, pedo and, and and like throttle pulls, um mm-hmm. and and I mean there's there is there is a a, a level of of how interesting you I'm, I'm curious to know like how your sim pit is like when you when you when you feel like you're finished like what does your sim pit look like
2: Yeah, uh, I would I it's yeah no I agree and it's like it's still evolving for me and it's like. I absolutely love my warthog, but I just wish that I could figure out how to use the the hard switches. You know, um, so I, I don't think I'll switch it out. You know, but we also haven't seen or heard anything really lately about the Star Citizen stick and throttle. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Here you go, Gleep. Well, for your let's for your edification,
2: uh, another Link. Jesus, Ace is very Link happy
1: this uh, this year. Oh, God, just, you know, he's put it in the show notes. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: um, ooh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? TV recording to you. No, I know, I know, but I went to open the link and it didn't go anywhere. Ah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I That's went great. to
2: uh, the San Diego uh, Air and uh, Sea or Air and Space Museum, um, and they had uh, a, like five or six uh, flight uh, cockpits set up for uh, World War II dogfighting. Mm -hmm. And I was terrible at it, but it was fun, you know. And it was interesting to sit in that cockpit, you know, just basically exactly what uh, Ace has linked here, Mm -hmm. and um, that was really neat. I really enjoyed that. Um, I don't, I don't think I would go that far with this (laughs) too semi. Well, the thing is, the thing is, I'm not interested in flying planes. You know, it's like the the way that I've got my uh, throttle mapped is not the way you fly a plane, but it's it's intuitive to how. You know how I would fly. You know it's intuitive. It makes sense to me.
1: How you fly a spaceship? How you, how
2: you fly an empty box? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Well,
0: and you had that we that a we, couple of months ago that Rocat device that pad that the touchpad system, which seemed like another great peripheral setup for this sort of thing.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have. Uh, I'm hardwired because I'm hardcore like that, and I don't <laughs> have uh, any uh, wireless card in here, so I can't use them. Uh, okay. Because you've got you've to sign in. The rowcat stuff, you have to sign in wirelessly. And I was really excited about that because I've got a really old iPad. And I was like, oh, this will be so awesome. And then I realized that you can only sign in wi- via Wi-Fi. And I was like, oh, okay, you oh. said Charlie Brown music.
0: <laughs> well, meow.
1: let's abandon the sim pit and instead go to awesome real life. This man don't need no sim pit because he do this for reals. Um, I'm going to link in these show notes a an AMA from a recent uh, uh, joinee joiner, uh, a recent new member to our organization, Chabby, and uh, he uh, he does this for a living. He flies uh, Learjets. Oh wow, um, that's cool for, for a living. And he uh, he posted a thread and it's, a, it's an AMA and it's been there for a while. Um, uh, we just hadn't gotten to it, but um, and he had uh, he was responding to something that Ace had said earlier in one of the previous episodes um and uh he uh, he complimented Ace on uh, on his uh, information and uh, uh, offered himself up as a subject matter expert seeing as how he is one um and uh, basically made a bunch of uh, a bunch of fanboys a uh, uh, totes jelly uh, that he gets to do this and get paid so um there will be a link there and you can go uh, ask him questions and um Will um, maybe give you answers. So. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, he knows his stuff better than yes. I do. Yeah, that's cool. So, that, so, how cool is it in our organization that we have people like that? You know, I mean, it's. I mean, we've got you know, we've got uh, you know, you know, lots of, of military veterans that um, that have you know amazing life experiences, um, you know, serving their country and um, you know, knowledge that they've. Uh, um, Accumulated uh, by that process and we also have uh, uh, folks like uh, like Chappie here who um, who has um, you know you look up in the sky you walk out you know and I, as I'm crawling into my Prius you know I look up in the air and there's this thing that goes across the sky and I go wow that must be nice well Chappie and then of course he's the inside. other one
0: Flip Flop the other one who posted his listening to Verse cast at 20,000 feet exclusively post right
1: yeah yeah that was that that's was really awesome, awesome. Yeah, as a yeah, picture of him with his
0: cool. uh, with his the cockpit readout, and then a little iPod with a little, little verse cast lens. That's the neatest thing.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, and it just you know, point being is that it's you know one of the, the cooler things about our organization uh, is the, you know just all the uh, all the the variety of folks that are involved here and um, uh, their uh, amazing experiences, which um, which they share with uh, with those of us who basically you know suck. <laughs> so. Anyway, I appreciate it. All right, so we do have um, uh, a new member uh, to the Orgum yeah, organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think we welcomed him to the website last time. Uh, his favorite. name is Otternaut. Uh, oh, Otternaut, yes!
2: Love me some Otternut. Yep. Can't yep. wait to see Otternot in uh, in TeamSpeak so I can just be like, hey, Otternot. Otternot, what's up? Otternot."
0: I feel You're like he's become like a minor
1: celebrity to us, like Turd Ferguson yeah. was at one point. The, yes, the, yes. The, the
2: one, the only. Turd Ferguson
1: Turd Ferguson you know it makes it reminds me that um, uh, what's the uh, the Sabbath song um, Odd or Not um, not Odd or Not <laughs> is it? Um, that'd be
2: a great Sabbath song um,
1: you know they played their final concert on Saturday Jimmy
2: uh, makes me sad
1: yeah 40 40 something years yeah there was a they um, they ended with Paranoid that was the, the final song they played and there's a you can you can find it on the interwebs it's a uh, they, they already posted the video it, it's yeah <gasps> I got all misty okay um, so he says, Otternot. That is, hello, sentient beings. I am Otternot. I come. I came across our citizen by way of a friend I made while playing Eve Online. I backed right after watching the next great starship. I backed the game because it promised to be everything I wanted in a game: a vessel of my own in which to explore a vast and diverse sandbox full of adventure. See you in Otter Space. <laughs> ah,
2: uh, it's, there, Otter Knot.
1: Uh, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Um. Okay, and um, let's talk a little bit because I know we wanted to get to this uh, about what we have been playing. And uh, Jimmy, we want to hear from you first because you've
2: um, you've uh, ventured into a new area. I did. Um, I, I have uh, started playing uh, GTA Five, and the last time I played a GTA game was in 2000 when the first one came out. Wow. So huh. realistically, I've never played a GTA game. It's in been my been a bit has changed since then. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little so, bit. um, you know, I logged in and I created my character, which, you know, I spent a lot of time doing. Uh, I, what can I say? I've,
1: you know, I heard that from a couple of other people. <laughs> I,
2: you know, I, I one of the things I love the most about online games is character creation. I mm-hmm. love deep, rich character creation. And so, you know, I created my character and I jumped in game. And it was funny because I was, I, I am and was, I'm getting a little better, but I am a terrible driver. But I, I started kind of driving around and it was just like I, I don't I don't want to crash into people. I don't want to run red lights. I want oh 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 I hit someone. Oh, do I need to get out and, and, and you know, do I need to give them my insurance card and I just and everyone was just like dude. Yeah you do, yeah like, yeah,
1: yeah, you do. You
2: do you like, need to do that. Dude, you just don't get it. And I'm like, But no, no, I I, I want to be a good citizen and explore the city. Uh, and so the guys were like, Well just you know, come and play with us and I'm like alright I'm like I haven't had a chance to bind my keyboards and and I heard you could get tattoos I want tattoos and like just come play with us I'm like okay cool so I I wait for them like we're coming to get you and I'm like okay great so I'm waiting they're casual all casual style and all of a sudden I hear a whole bunch of sirens and I'm like okay well you know this is GTA and so who pulls up but um, you know our crew soren uh, was mm-hmm. and, and Wolf and, and, uh, and, and Turd. And, and it just it was just our whole group, you know, five five guys just all pulled up in a tank, you know, or, or I <laughs> say in did. an armored vehicle with about a thousand cops chasing after them. And all I hear is, get in, get in, get in, get in, get in, get in. And I got <laughs> in and I'm like, I'm like, I just got here. I haven't been in this city an hour and I'm going to go to jail. I'm like, I'm not going down for you guys. And it was just Anarchy, and it's just you know, cops everywhere. Just you know, you get out of, the, out of the vehicle and just start shooting people. And they're like, This is GTA. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Well, it's, it's like to- it's
0: like like antipathy after that. You're like, well, uh, where do I go from there?
2: Well, it's like it's like Westworld, you know, that's what they were saying. They were just like, Oh, dude, wait till you see Gleep. Gleep is not Gleep. And I was just like, Wow, and then just the, the crazy costumes and masks. And I was just like, Wow, this is like, I don't know if I want to see this side of my friends. I kind of want to sit in the
0: channel and just to, to hear like what Negan esque Gleep is like.
2: <laughs> totally.
1: But did you, um, did you did you play with Zamphir? Yes, yes. Yeah, with with his green mustache. Yes, and yes. Zamphir,
2: Soren. I think it was Zamphir, Soren, uh, uh, Wolf, uh, and Turd. I th- think that was it. If I'm forgetting anybody, I'm really sorry. I, my memory's not super.
1: Hang, hang with He he knows the game probably yeah. better than any of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: totally. Um, and I had a great time. I had a lot of fun. Uh, and then you know the the night wore on. It was one of those nights where it was like all of a sudden it's two thirty. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was I was like guys, I'm like I, you know I gotta go. And they're like, oh, you don't want to play anymore. I said, no, no, I'm I'm I just I gotta stop because it was very an- it was there was a lot of anarchy. We were trying to get, but by, by the time we finished running around and and you know ditching cops and and you know using rocket cars to fly over mountains. It was like, all right, let's get serious and actually do, you know, a job. And I was like, okay, great. And then it was like, holy crap, it's two thirty. So we said, we'll put a pin in it and come back to it next time. And I was like, look, before I log off, I need to get tattoos. I I just, (laughs) you can get tattoos in this game. I have to get tattoos. So I went and spent like an hour getting tattoos, and now I think the next time I log in, I actually kind of want to do my um, bindings so I can access everything quickly. But um, I had a lot of fun; it was cool, and uh, I'm looking forward to kind of exploring uh, the city and and playing the game.
1: It, it's it is a lot of fun. It's and it it you know on that whole simulation versus fun continuum, um, it is definitely closer to the fun side, uh, but it and it's way over the top. But it's not so over the top that it isn't. St- you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't require that you're constantly suspending. You know, what is it? Suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like uh, um, Saints Row. Saints Row was a game that I you know I I would the first five hours I had it I go oh my god this is the best game ever but it's so over the top and it's such requires such suspension of disbelief that pretty soon I say this is just silly. I mean, there's just not but. For some reason, GTA doesn't do that. It's 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 silly and it's over the top and it's well, and it's, it's, it's it's wrong. The game is wrong, but you know what? It's um, if it's, this is wrong, especially you don't with your not be right. Buddies, it's, well, I, it's, it's it's with your friends, it's just fun.
2: And the map is gigantic, and I, I mm-hmm. and it's also modeled after LA, and it's also modeled after the Inland Empire, and it's also modeled after the High Desert. And so, as I was kind of running around and, and just kind of checking out different areas, getting out of the city and getting out into the desert, I'm like, "This all looks like familiar." You right. know, um, I like there was one car wash that we drove by in LA, in in, in what is it, Los Santos, right? That's mm-hmm, the city. Mm-hmm. So we drove by a car wash in Los Santos, and I'm like, "I have been there. I have been to that car wash." <laughs> you know, and uh, so yeah, so that was really cool. And and again, you know, I. I am a sandbox player. I I like immersive environments. I like, you know, that that kind of virtual universe and that game delivers on that. I immediately felt like, you know, I was part of of that city and the fact that you can go outside of that city and all of that is very familiar to to where I live. is just really cool. So I'm I'm looking forward to playing it. It's going to be a good kind of you know uh, other thing than Star Citizen. I wanted to play more yeah. H1Z1, but it doesn't seem like anybody's really playing it. Um, so you know everyone's been doing Grand Theft Auto. So I was like, you know what, I'll jump in and, and see how I feel about it.
1: Well, I'm glad you did. I'm sorry I missed you. I was I was uh, not home that night, but I, when I came in, uh,
2: I played Sunday yesterday. And everyone was going,
1: oh man, you missed Jimmy. Jimmy was out yesterday. We had a great time. Woo.
2: Well, it's funny too, because it's like I kind of now I have that bug, and I'm dying to get back in. But mm-hmm. you know, last night we had uh, dinner with friends. Uh, on Saturday we had a thing to do. Um, you know, so and like Friday night was the night where it like really played, and then I played a little bit more on Saturday night. And now it's like I'm dying to get back into it. I want to you know bind all my keys and then like do some missions, and I'm really excited to play it. But I just you know, I can't get back to it for a few more days.
1: Well, you, you picked a good time because there are a lot of people that are, that are into it. There's usually somebody out there every night. I think nice. I, I was just looking a, a few minutes ago and, uh, Sorian and Avi and Wolf are all are out there. So you, you know, fun is being had.
2: I think, I think Avi was Dietrich was there.
1: Dietrich doesn't have the game. No, it wasn't he, he'll, Dietrich. That no, was
2: Avi. It was Avi. Avi was there. He'll, right.
1: he'll jump into chat and, uh, and ask what we're doing. But, um, no, he doesn't, he doesn't have the game. I found so he's,
2: a he's, list of images like that
0: compare GTA to L.A., like an immigrant mm-hmm. gallery, and that is striking. I had yeah. no idea the game was so,
2: so yeah. close. So as I'm driving around, I'm like, I've been here. I've been here. I've been here. Yeah. I, this, I know this street very well, you know, and mm-hmm. it was funny. I think Wolf was just like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm just going to start tell, like calling them by their real street names, and I'm like, oh, great, I'll meet you on Coenga. He's like, yeah, I'm on my way.
0: <laughs> uh, the Griffith Observatory is spot on, like uh-huh. right down to the styling. Uh
1: huh. Exactly. Well, you can link that one.
0: Okay. I wasn't so sure if you wanted me to. <laughs> it's a crazy.
2: It's a crazy sense of being home, which is really cool. There you go. And of course, I was able to. Yeah. I was able to create me, and I was able to give myself more tattoos than I'm willing to have in real life. So,
0: <laughs> win. <laughs> but yeah, look at that. Look at the uh, the views. You got L.A. The tunnel. Yeah boardwalk oh, the yeah.
1: just like crazy oh wish I wish I had a dollar for every person I've run
2: over on that pier oh that's so funny yeah no all of this stuff last those couple of nights when I was leaf. driving around I was just like this is insane I have to go out up to the observatory now in uh in uh, GTA yeah yeah that's um, go for a hike on the path behind it totally yeah
1: all right well cool ace what have you
0: been playing uh so um A lot of Skyrim lately, because it doesn't require an internet connection, and while I haven't had my net connected, that's what I've been playing, uh, uh, for a while before I had the computer set up, I was playing uh, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, uh, because, uh, again, no internet connection, and it was free on uh, gold for Xbox Live, so I downloaded it before we'd moved, and then I just had it on the Xbox hard drive, so I was like, oh, I'll play this. Um, And then lately, with some real friends, you know, like real life, not internet friends.
1: What do you mean? I know, right? What are you saying?
0: A lot of D and D. So mm. uh, I've been playing nice. uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I have. Hey, rolling your dice. Right, uh, rolling my die. Uh, rolling mm. eight. Um, it's uh, <laughs> pretty much a fail. I, it it came pretty much. At least not a one. I'm not Will Wheaton. Thank heavens. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, have a my current character is a female half elf uh, fighter whose word of power is Kiko Man. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> what what kind of fighter? Great axe. Great axe. She's not a she's not a barbarian. Just a, mm-hmm. Like a noble, a noble, like sort of like a like a knight errant, basically. Okay. Um, okay. And and I've sort of become sort of the the de facto leader of our group. Uh, Mm -hmm. just because her her noble heritage means that she sort of is she normally takes like like a leadership position or leadership role even if she doesn't know entirely what she's doing Uh, and uh, and it's been it's been hilarious to have a character who like pretends she knows what she's doing but is sometimes very clearly out of her depth
1: Mm. yeah it's 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 an awful lot of fun i i I tend to play low intelligence, high wisdom, tanky types. Okay, so, uh, right, mm, right now I'm playing smash. A, Grog. Yeah, playing a, a paladin, a sort of a, a, a actually a paladin who is, uh, unbeknownst to himself, uh, to this point in the campaign, is descendant from dragons, um, Ooh. and has been sent back to. Uh, back to the world uh, to atone for uh, sins in the eyes of superior dragons, and so um, it's. Uh, I'm uh, busy helping my uh, my party uh, vanquish evil and um, uh, track down, you know, all sorts of you know cultists and uh, you know ne'er do wells who are seeking to uh, rent the world asunder. Indeed, so, uh,
0: and I've also it, it's been a lot of fun uh, mainlining a bunch of critical role while at work occasionally. Is the streamed. Uh, and on youtube footage of a bunch of voice actors playing a dnd campaign it's a lot of fun to watch isn't it it's a, it's more fun to watch than you would think yeah you know? you, i was you, surprised but i i absolutely love it and some of the phrases from critical rule have stuck into our gameplay like when someone gets a super crit on a on a creature the dm inevitably says how would you like
1: to do this Ah, uh, <laughs> very nice well, I, you know, I and I used to listen to a podcast, and I can't remember the the name of it, but it was basically it was a, a, a campaign, and it went on for like a hundred hours, and they and they would they would bust it up into like two hour segments, and it was just you know this this group of people playing playing this campaign, and it was really fun to listen to. Was you know, it, it was, by
0: chance, Adam Cobell, and I only mentioned this because I was listening to the D and the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, and they had a guy on the episode talking about. Like one of the earliest stream D and D
1: podcasts that he had been
0: done, done. There were like two hour segments, and there. Were...
1: Yeah, I don't remember. It could be, could be. It this was just like in somebody's somebody's house. Yeah. that they were recording it, and uh, it was. Um, God, there. I forget what the name of their organization, but they also had a website where they sold uh, uh, supplies, and you know, you could people could share uh, home brewed campaigns and whatnot. Well, now so they
0: so. have the Penny Arcade, the the Acquisitions Incorporated. Uh, at every packs, mm-hmm. they do a, a a gameplay session, and, uh, and I've uh, and I've just been really enjoying it. I've I've I did a little bit of D anD D in high school, and and, and then did a, a fair amount in college. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's nice to sit down and do this, and, and I've begun working on thinking about creating my own campaign at some point. I think it's yeah, a lot of fun.
1: It, it is. It really is, and it's. Uh, there's something about being, you know, playing together at the same table. I mean, it's cool over the internet, you know, because it's it's really convenient and everything. But there's something about sitting across from each other at the same table and going on adventures together. So, good stuff. All right, well, guys, I think we um, we managed to uh, fill another. Oh my god, almost an hour and ten minutes. Woo! Yeah, we're good like that. We are. All right. You guys got anything else, or shall we uh, wrap this puppy up and put a bow on her? It's a
2: Pupparito. No, I think we're good. All right.
1: It's been a while since we had a puppy bow yeah, it's a, wrapping it's a, session it's, it's it's a reference.
0: <laughs> it's a puppy wrapped in a burrito.
1: It's a Pupparito. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I'm not sure about that. Okay, so <laughs> please Moving do on. go to engine.com they are the quick easy and free solution for hosting your community website that's e-n-j-i-n.com be sure to check out star citizen the base radio it is at radio.starcitizenbase.com or you can check thebase.sc and there when you get there you can find a broadcast of one of our shows every Saturday afternoon Check out the new INN. It can be found at imperialnews.network. Our friend Paladin Dietrich is uh, featured there. Uh, So definitely go uh, check uh, his uh, work out. Um, He's uh, an official contributor there now. So, uh, you know, if you uh, see him in chat, be sure to to give him a hearty congratulations. Uh, You can reach the podcast. You can email us, uh, comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at versecast. Be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. Our RSI Star Citizen Organization can be found at Robertspace slash org slash firstcast. On Steam, we are those guys with ships, and please do be sure to check out our gaming community website. It is firstcast.org. You can read me like the back of a book. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes. Jimmy?
2: You could read me like all of a book.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Words.
2: <laughs> um, you can find me most chatty on Twitter, at Jimmy Croker. Uh, you can find me every Thursday night, 9 p.m. PST, doing my show Quantum Drive over on the base, uh, lovely combination of Star Citizen lore, delightful stories, and uh, music. Ace? Uh,
0: you can find me in the back of Volo's Guide to Monsters. Uh, I come with a challenge rating of 4. Ooh. Just, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm <laughs> working on it. <laughs> nice. Uh All right. You can find all my contact information in the show notes. Um, uh, I am most uh, the chatty Cathy on uh, the TeamSpeak, and now that we've got settled back in the apartment, um, i to try and increase that again so I can be uh, uh, more more present. Uh, I miss you guys. It's, it's been it's been a trying
1: time. I miss you too. Yeah, we, we've seen you pop onto Steam, and, and it's like, oh, so he doesn't like us anymore. Uh-huh. He's going to go play see some other is. game. Let's see how it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Well, Ace, you know what else is in the contact notes? What is? Or in the show notes? Mark's contact information. So we want everybody out there listening to this to please email Mark repeatedly begging him to come back to the show. He didn't go anywhere. He just went to bed. Contract negotiations have broken down. We've offered him as much as we can. Please. uh, Please. please, That's a lot of zeros. That is a lot of zeros. Yeah. Yeah. Contract
2: negotiations have broken down. He's in bed.
0: Please take back.
2: Like everybody else on the East Coast.
0: Contract <laughs> negotiations have broken down. He's the Jedi from episode one. There were no negotiations.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Until next time, then we are those guys with ships, and this has been the Versecast. See you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.